This is Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, which is part of the Replicate Podcast Network. It is a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. Here is your host, Chris Swain. Today on the podcast, we're talking about fanning into flame the prayer service. And I know if you're like me, you're probably thinking prayer service. Isn't that the catch-all for Wednesday night when we don't have programming? Mm. And we talked about this a little bit last time. Clearly, that is not how we are seeing it. And and I'm not trying to Jesus juke anyone listening because if you, if you said to me, hey, Chris, let me tell you about a prayer service, I'd probably fall asleep immediately. <laughs> but what we're talking about here is something incredible. It is an opportunity, I believe, in which God really – obviously has moved here at Long Hollow as we continue to talk about this Long Hollow revival and the different things that God has done, how he has showed us, how he's uh, led you, Pastor, to lead us as a staff and a people. And this service has been, I believe, uh, one of the catalysts for life change in our church. Yeah. And so instead of a minimal uh, catch-all, last last case scenario, uh, Wednesday night program, what what you decided to do in this is let's put this on a night that's not popular. Tuesday night in our community is heavy on sports. It's a it's a night that if you're already doing something on Wednesday, you're already doing something. It's an extra night, mm-hmm. so it's a, it's another level of responsibility. Um, and and then and we didn't have childcare. We did not make it easy. Not that we didn't want families there, but we just didn't want to hinder the ability of childcare workers to attend and not be able to pray. Yeah. And so the goal was, hey, the people who want to pray. We want them to be committed to come and pray, and and, mm-hmm. and it's going to cost a little bit. Yeah. And uh, everything we do in ministry these days, it seems like we're trying to make it as easy and convenient and McDonald's drive-through as possible. What can we do to just provide for you, consumer? Sorry, that that may have sounded pretty yeah. rough, but but yeah. it seems like that's how we do church. And with this, it was the opposite. It was, you know what, we're going to do what God's called us to do, and if you want to be a part of, it, we want you to come and join us. But we're going to press in whether it's three people or three hundred, and from that. This prayer service was born, and as we talked about last week, it's just been incredible what God's done. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I mean, you, you hit a good point, which is not about the prayer service, but about the ministry of Jesus. So often when you study the ministry of Jesus, when Jesus starts to sense that there are people following him for the wrong reasons, he thins the herd, right? John 6, you know, he's like, uh, hey, you got to eat my bread, my bl- my body, and drink my blood, and uh, They're like, this is a hard saying. This, but yeah. we're out. You know, we're out of here. And so we like the better life stuff. Yeah, we're not not big into the. Uh, we like catfish po boys on the side drinking, of a hillside. Uh, not sure where you're at them out. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, that's an interesting point. Now I will say this: Leonard Ravenhill used to say this about the prayer meeting. He used to tell people, if you love the church, you come on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. If you love your pastor, you come on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. If you love Jesus you come to the prayer meeting. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. So that's why he said it's so, uh, it's so few, but so we talked about last week, uh, just the, the introductory part of the prayer meeting, which was, uh, the welcome, right. Um, the short snippet of a scripture. Uh, and again, l- let me remind you, as you said, this is not the typical prayer meeting that we knew of growing up. Some of you, where you come for a 35, 40 minute devotional, mm-hmm another message, another topic by the same preacher on a different subject. 
that you can't apply anyway. Right. Because the moment you introduce two teachings, you dilute the first in half. So yes. uh, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a five-minute, uh, maybe a two- to three-minute reading mm -hmm. and maybe a two- to three-minute explanation, and that's it. Right. And you know, Chris, you all know this, sometimes I never get to the I never get to the explanation. I'll just read a text or read a verse, and I'll just say, hey, we're going to meditate on that. For you alone, O oh my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is found in him. All right, folks, let's, let's meditate on that. And that's it. And I just yeah. move into the silence and solitude. We go into silence and solitude. I talked about how you have to increase the time over time. And I think last time we sat for about five minutes in silence and solitude and as crazy as this is because i know what you're thinking five minutes people would walk out they can't get enough of it i'm telling you they love it they that's all they talk about they'll say to me over and over this is what makes this prayer service unlike any service it's funny it's only five minutes mm -hmm. and it's the five minutes chris that i'm doing nothing <laughs> let that sink in pastor for a second the part they like the most is when I shut up the entire time. I think that's comical. Yeah. Um, but you know why? Because for the first time, they get to hear the voice of God. For the yeah. first time, they slow down enough to listen to the Holy Spirit. And then we go into worship, okay? Now, my worship team, like yours, at the beginning, wanted to know, what's the theme? Where are you going? What are you talking about? And I said, guys... <clears throat> You have the same Holy Spirit I have mm -hmm. living within you. Yeah. You pray and be led by the Lord. There is no theme that I'm going to give you. And, and although God will lead me on certain themes, I don't want this to be organized. I don't want it to be formulaic. Well, let me give a caveat about worship team just to clarify. Uh, one of the things that you are also intentional about with this is you didn't want a full worship band. Mm. Um, typically at Long Hollow, we've got multiple instruments, obviously drum, guitar, bass, uh, keyboard, you know, everything uh, at times. And and for this, you wanted to scale back and really just have a little bit of piano, maybe a little bit of guitar, maybe just one instrument and just a couple of singers, two or three people. Uh, three really. total. That's three all total it is. It's three time. total. It's and, one and, guitarist, And you were intentional piano. about that. And explain a little bit why you're intentional about that, because I think that factors into, because there are probably a lot of worship leaders maybe out there listening, thinking, oh, man, here's yeah. another night where I've got to come up with full programming. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and okay, that's the thing. It, it is not uh, a lot of work going into it. Uh, it. There are three people. There's the guitar lead worship pastor on guitar, uh, our lead singer, uh, Brooke on vocal, mm -hmm. and Jonathan on piano. And right. that's it. That's it. Um, and you got to remember, we're not performing here. I don't want. I don't want you to understand. We're not performing. This isn't a gig we're showing up for. This isn't a presentation. This isn't a concert. The, aud the, the the worship team mm -hmm. is the audience yeah. in the pews and padded seats, and, and the person we're, we're singing to is God. So right. we're singing to God, we're praising Him, and so one of the reasons we worship, and we only do one or two songs, two at the most at the beginning. We normally do two, and here's why: the reason we want to sing at the beginning is the Bible's clear: enter His presence with thanksgiving and praise. Mm -hmm. Now. As we begin to sing, and if I feel that the congregation's not all into the singing and they're not singing at a level, uh, you know, it's amazing how many churches today have people that don't actually sing during the worship. I've heard some of them, though, I'll be honest. It's probably a blessing. Yeah, right. some, yeah. 
I'm kidding. I'm There's kidding. a reason the Lord says make a joyful noise, right? Uh, now, I'm not saying I'm the best singer either, but what I'm saying is when we get together for worship and a, a service, what are we doing if we're not singing to God? I mean, what are we doing? You know, so I think that Tuesday night for us has been a time to really prepare people and teach them how to sing, how to pray, how to pray. So sometimes I'll get up, Chris, uh, at the middle of a song or toward the end and say, hey, folks, I just don't think we're praising the Lord like we could. So Andy, we're going to sing that again. And this time I want you to sing as if the Lord is standing right before you. I want you to sing as if you're in the presence of God and let's sing and praise God. And then, and then they'll sing. Okay. Once we get through the worship time, which is two songs, then I'll normally come up. Now we've changed things up. You got to remember what God's doing at Long Hollow in pouring on his spirit is happening in the expression of baptism. So for us, we just feel like every service, if we give an invitation for baptism, and remember, we're just saying, if your baptism's on the wrong side of your salvation, or maybe you were sprinkled as a child, mm-hmm. today's the day, and that's it. It's, it. There's no coercion, there's no manipulation, there's no keep invitate. We just say that right at the yeah. front, and then we'll walk over doing that first or second song, and I'll just baptize. Now, the first service, I think we talked about this, the first prayer night we had, mm-hmm. We baptized 17 people, 17 people spontaneously. Yeah. The second service, we baptized 21 people. Hmm. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Now it has waned some obviously because eventually prayerfully all the people who come to a prayer night are believers, you know, so then you kind of, you kind of, okay, I'm right with God, but we have baptized just about, I think there was only one Tuesday night we didn't baptize someone. That's right. And we had someone, but we turned her away because she'd already right. been baptized, right. which is fine. I'd rather do that and, mm-hmm. you know, get right, have her understand. Yeah. But um, we'll do it in the songs. Yeah. Then when we move on to the songs, this is the meat and potatoes, if you will, of the prayer service. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me just say this right out the gate. There is no set schedule for the prayer service. So I know you're getting ready to take notes and say, all right, what, 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 right. give me five give me things. Bullets. What are we doing? Hey, give me five things. I will say this before we come back from the break. There is no set schedule for the prayer service, meaning you have to give the Holy Spirit room to work. Mm. And you, if, if, if Martin Lloyd-Jones used to say this. He would say the enemy or the hindrance to a move of the Holy Spirit in your church is formulaic activities. Mm. Um, routine activities, meaning in most worship services, even if God wanted to break in, you wouldn't have a slot for him. <laughs> you know, we yeah. got intro, welcome, first song, second song, offering, prayer, sermon, invitation, see ya. Yeah. And where we go. Yeah. Okay. So I just want you to know before we come back, it's really helpful for you. And this will stretch you as a leader, minister, pastor. It'll stretch you to get along with the Holy Spirit. Like I try to do every week with an open notebook and say, Lord, what do you want to talk to us about today? What do you want us to pray for today? Put on my heart the things that are, that's an interesting line. God, put on my heart the things that are important to you. As you lead your disciple-making movement, the Replicate Network provides ongoing practical training and a community of like-minded church leaders to help you and your church thrive. Each month, you'll get frameworks, a Q&A time with Robbie Gallaty, and access to our online forums and groups. We will provide you with prayer and personal support, 
practical resources, discounts, and benefits as you seek to make disciples who make disciple makers. Check out the Replicate Network today at replicatenetwork.com. And we're back talking about fanning into flame. And we, we left off with you making the statement, God put on my heart the things that are important to you. Because sometimes we can go into these types of services with our own agenda. <laughs> I say sometimes, almost every, every time, time we go in with our, Lord, we need money for this new building project. Lord, so-and-so is sick. Mm. Lord, we, you know, I need this financial breakthrough. Lord, we, you know, and all of those things are good and nothing is wrong with those things. But shouldn't the priority be, Lord, what do you want for us? And that, that's a, that, that is a different way to look at it. And as we kind of continue talking through this prayer service and we, we left off uh, really right where we're getting into the nuts and bolts of what happened, I don't want us to lose sight of the fact that this is not a, a preset, um, totally do whatever happens schedule. Like there are elements that we do stick to at the same mm-hmm. time, as you're about to explain, uh, we want there to be freedom of, you know, tonight may be more about testimonies. Tonight mm-hmm. may, may be more about us praying for a specific individual or a specific action or whatever, but continue to okay, walk let me us tell you through what things. that looks like. Yeah, a couple of things. So, and we'll kind of speed it up because there's a lot here, but I'll speed it up as much as we can. Uh, what you want to do in this time is get your people to talk to God. Remember, not sit and listen. You want them to talk to God. So I would lead them normally first, and sometimes I do this even before the songs. I would lead them in prayers of repentance, confession, surrender to God. Hey, let me ask you right now before we begin praying for others and for needs. Is there any unconfessed sin in your life? Uh, are you an unclean vessel that won't be useful to the master ready for every good work, according to 2 Timothy 2.20? So do you need to empty yourself out of something? Uh, do you need to confess sin? Uh, do you need to forgive someone? Maybe forgive someone in your heart and then text or call them. So I walk them through this. Do you have resentment in your heart? Hey, some of you here have bitterness you brought with you. Some of you have anger. The quickest way to quench the Holy, the grieve, to grieve the Holy Spirit is through bitterness, anger, jealousy. Okay, now once we get right with God, which is the first part, right with God, then we begin to pray for requests. So the first section is right with God. Second section is pray for certain petitions, requests, supplication. And this is really cool. Why? Because you're getting people outside of the realm of praying for me, myself, and I. <laughs> which is most prayers of most Christians in most churches. We typically are our own priority, and it's just a default. It's not even that we're trying to be selfish. It's just those we don't are the know. thoughts that are on our mind. Those are the issues we're dealing with. That's all prayer is for many of us. It's a shopping list of selfish agendas uh, and crises in our life. That's really the extent of most people's prayer life. So you're going to break the mold, and you're going to teach them how to pray. Now, you can do certain things. One day we prayed for generations. So I said, hey, we're going to start. Now, you can get in groups. I've done it different ways. I've done it in groups of six, which is a lot, and it's very difficult to do with an online audience. And remember, more people, Chris, this is interesting, more people join us online for the prayer meeting. I think it's double in person than those who are actually in the building. Yes. Pretty interesting. So we always try to make it accessible and easy for people online. And, I, and what I hear from the online crowd, and I've been that person at least once, but I know many who are that person every week because of schedules, and they say it all translates online, which is, uh, for me, would seem so foreign. 
um, because I need to be in the room. You know, at age forty-seven, I have no problem saying that I feel better. Well, than, but online, I mean, you just see people responding in the same way. We t- we hear people saying, "I'm praising worship in my living room. I'm crying in my living room. I'm getting on my face and I'm broken before God." And, and, and wherever it is, I'm watching. Well, yeah. I would say next week we bring in. Or soon, Mr. Andrew we Bolton. Need, you need to hear from Andrew. Finney. Andrew Bolton. Andrew, Finney. Andrew, Finney. Andrew Bolton. Andrew, Andrew Finney could come Andrew in too Finney if he wants. Be great. As yeah, well. he'd be good too. But Andrew Bolton <laughs> would give us a better insight on online <laughs> prayer right. service, as he is our online um, pastor. Yeah, he's our online pastor. Okay, so uh, you could pray for uh, generations. So what we'll do is say, hey, okay, today we're going to get in groups of six, which is big, or or better yet, get in groups of two. Always men with men, always women with women, always face-to-face groups of two, okay? And here's what I will say. Today, we're going to start praying for our senior adults. So let's cry out, and then I'll give them a couple of things. Let's pray for God to show them that they're useful in the ministry, show them a ministry they can serve in, uh, help them invest in the next generation, encourage them pray for that. Then I'll say, all right, now we're going to pray for married couples. Then we're going to pray for young adults. Now we're going to pray for uh, singles. Now we're going to pray for students. Now we're going to pray for college. You see what I'm saying? Now we're going to pray for our preschool and children, okay? And that's one option for a day of prayer. We did that one time. Yes. Another time is we'll move into a time of praying for uh, doctors, nurses, mm-hmm. EMT workers, policemen, local law, law enforcement who protect us. So we'll yeah. pray for that. Uh, another time we'll pray for teachers, administrators, mm-hmm. school superintendent, all of those things. So yeah. it just depends. You can, whatever you feel led to pray for. Mm-hmm. One of the things we always pray for, always, is we always pray for the veil to be removed for lost people to come that come to our church. Mm-hmm. We pray for people who are far from God to have the courage to come to Long Hollow. Mm-hmm. And then we pray for those who are on the fence and need to be baptized to follow through with believers' baptism. Yeah. We are praying for those three things just about every week because remember, the prayer service is the fuel mm-hmm. that's going to stoke the fire on Sunday morning when you're preaching and calling people to action on Sunday. Yes. So that's what we do with that, okay? Now, something we just recently introduced, which our people love. I got this from uh, some of the old revivalist guys used to do this. Michael Catt actually gave me this idea from Sherwood Baptist, uh, Georgia, uh, who's been a great friend and mentor to me with this. Uh, but he calls it, he calls them him possibles. H-I-M. Him, not impossible, I right. am possible. Right. Him possible. Now, our people have eaten this up, and I know it sounds kind of corny, but I'm telling you, our people have eaten this up. So what we did is we took some note, uh, some note cards, some um, index cards, and we took a bunch of pens, and we lined the front steps before they came in. Okay, so all of the note cards are on the front steps. And uh, they're wondering, what in the world's on these steps? So they're all laid out. Yeah. You could give them out when people come. You do whatever you want, but we just laid them out. And so I said, here's the deal. We're going to do something called Hymn Possibles. Now, a Hymn Possible is a prayer that is impossible without God intervening. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called a Hymn Possible. The only way it's going to be possible is if God intervenes. Now, here's the thing about the prayer. This is not a prayer that if you wait it out long enough, it'll just work itself out. That's not what this is. Yeah. This is not a prayer that is going to just uh, make itself right or a request that's going to make itself right over time. This is a prayer request that if God doesn't intervene, your lost son doesn't come home. Mm. Your, your, your addicted husband doesn't get 
uh, set free. Uh, the marriage doesn't get repaired. Yeah. The, the cancer doesn't go away. That kind of impossible mm -hmm. prayer, okay? So I said, we're going to come pray and grab the card. You're going to put a prayer request on the card. You could put your name or not. It doesn't matter. God knows. And then when you finish, you're going to come lay them back on the front. And next week, we're going to pass them out. I didn't know how many people would do it. Within two weeks, I think we had, what, 200 cards, Robert? Mm -hmm. Two, two, two yeah. 300 cards. Unbelievable amount of cards. I was holding these stacks of cards week three trying to hand them out, and it was blowing my mind. But I thought, wow, every person in your church, every person in your life group has a hymn possible. You can do this in your life group or D group. Every person has a hymn possible. Now, here's what, the way it works. When you come back the following week, you hand out the cards. The first week, I tried to leave them on the front and say, yeah. come get them as you feel led. Well, they don't pick they them all up. As well, well right? they pick some, and they just don't. Yeah. Some people don't even like to leave their seats. So what I do is we go to them. Mm -hmm. We get our ushers and our deacons and our leaders, our prayer intercessors. They hand out the cards, and here's the rule. I mean, here's how it works. We're going to pray for this card, and then I have a card, so I hold my card up. I'm yeah. praying for Mike, who is addicted to drugs and needs to be uh, free from addiction. Mm -hmm. That's my card, folks, and I tell them that. That's my card. Mm -hmm. When I finish praying for Mike, I'm going to initial the bottom of the card with my initials so that we know how many times this card has been prayed for over the course yeah. uh, of weeks and months ahead. And so, But here's what I say, and here's the last thing. I say, I want you to pray right now for this card as if this was your daughter, mm -hmm. as if this was your husband, as if this was your cancer, as if you're dying of COVID. I want you to cry out to God mm -hmm. right now because God is pleased with a chorus and a harmony of a prayer requests on behalf of another person. God is pleased with this, and this is pleasing in the sight of the Lord. And so we'll give him a time to do that. And Chris, there's no better. And I try to get him to pray out loud, by the way. Mm -hmm. I say, listen, pray out loud. Yeah. There's no greater greater harmony than the prayers of God's people out loud. And yeah. we pray, and then when we're done, mm -hmm. they will put the cards back on the front. And this alone, I think, wouldn't you agree, has been life-giving and energizing yeah. and animating for our people. For sure. It allows them to feel as if, and not really feel as if, but to recognize the fact that we are all praying for one another as a body. And I think there's a unifying element that comes with that as well, but... Uh, once again, I want to thank you for joining us for the podcast. We have run out of time, as is always the case. But we will continue to talk through this topic and, and uh, hopefully wrap it up in our next episode. No promises. If you enjoy this podcast, as always, share it with a friend. You can text them a link right now. And give us a rating on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive more free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.